What's up, fam? It's your favorite duo, Dorian and Morgan, and we're back with another episode of the Rooted Life Podcast. And for those of y'all who are joining us for the very first time, first off, welcome. Happy to have you. Um, And just so you know, our brand is all about helping people grow in their relationships with Jesus and others. So we host this podcast. We post hilarious content on our IG. Follow Mm -hmm. us at Rooted Life Podcast. And we have Devos on the YouVersion Bible app and so much more. Uh... Mo, how you feeling? What you got What's going up? on? That's, I mean, you kind of summed us up. We love Jesus. We love people. I mean, I don't know what else to, to tell the people. But mm. also, we're in our 30s, even though we don't look a day over 25. Period. Black don't crack. Like, seriously. It just won't and can't. Um, but we like to create content around what we're experiencing currently. So since we're in our 30s and trying to get our, you know hang of what's going on in the 30s we thought we'd just have a whole season dedicated to spilling the tea of what we're learning in our 30s well Mm. last episode y'all we talked about thriving in your calling so we broke down the difference between calling and purpose we Mm. shared how we've grieved um how we grew and what we're gaining in our 30s as it relates to our 30s what what huh (laughs) what you talking about 30 30 30 (laughs) basically We share how we grieved, <laughs> how we grew, and what we gained in our 30 as it relates to our calling. It's just a lot of like threes. Like, it's a lot of stuff going teams, on there. I don't know, something. Anyway, it's all going to come together. We processed though. a lot. It was helpful, <laughs> and we hope it's helpful for y'all, period. So check that episode out. And today, we're talking about a topic I know we really care about because we talk about it all the time. But basically, uh, yeah. like taking care of ourselves, thriving in our care. Mm. And it's a topic that not only do we care about, but I know y'all do too. Mm-hmm. I mean, self-care is like literally the thing Mm -hmm. it is like the thing of our generation of this millennia and uh, today we're talking about thriving in your care and when we say care we're talking about all things external self-care so this is everything from body image and the changes in our bodies Mm. uh, to working out to skincare um yeah all of those things like really we just kind of want to explore the way the perceptions of our bodies have changed Mm -hmm. and how we're working to love and honor our bodies in every state and every season going forward so i think it's going to be a really honest and vulnerable conversation Mm -hmm. uh which i mean mixed feelings but let's see how it goes and before we jump in though why don't we go ahead and run the usual glows and grows mo kick us off the usual i mean if we're gonna get vulnerable let's just start early sure why not jump in the deep end which i hate doing by the way in case you ever on the game show i actually don't do i don't ever do that it's uncomfortable. Anyway, yeah, if we're ever on a game show, I hope you know that that's the one thing I won't no, be I won't doing. Do <laughs> we no. won't make it. Okay. Mm-mm. Jumping into the deep end, uh, metaphorically speaking, <laughs> growing. I need to be less impulsive mm. uh, with my money, <laughs> with my time. Oh, welcome to the club. Social media. I'm just like, I want to do it. Just do it. Sits on social media for 30 minutes. Yep. Waste my whole evening. Goes to bed too late. Wakes up too late late to work it's just like a, all the domino all the things. but a lot of it i don't know if it's impulsive but just like letting my emotions just do too much of the dictating they just mm. get to control a lot of things so just yep. trying to i went a month without eating at a restaurant or shopping and i'm Crazy really happy for myself so mm-hmm. i'm proud of you now have i spent too much money this weekend <laughs> perhaps one might say uh but that's why it's a grow absolutely because we're developing in that area i recognize there needs to be growth Here amen amen uh glowing ironically enough is i feel like i've gotten better at planning out my weeks okay. like on sundays looking at my like weekly schedule seeing when i have late nights, seeing when i need to work on rooted lights like just looking at my week and even looking at my month more holistically like recognizing mm. oh if i had a busy weekend this weekend then i probably need to have like a chill weekend i think before yeah. when i looked at my schedule just like okay what do i have like tomorrow but looking at it more holistically so i'm building in opportunities for rest and leisure because i'm mm. just trying to live a life of leisure in my 30s honestly okay soft life we mm-hmm. love it yes 
Love Go it. Um, my girl, honestly, I put like my girl in life because it's like this one just never goes away. But it's just like being more self-aware. Like, I think I'm pretty self-aware, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's hard to know when something's you and when something's mm-hmm. somebody else. And it so is. I'm just always wanting to grow in recognizing when I need to separate like, hey, is that a you thing? Like, is something deeper happening there? Should you even really be offended? And if mm. you are, like, why are you really? Yeah. Um, is it even worth bringing up as, as a conversation? Because did mm-hmm. you really just take it the wrong way? Or mm. is there really something to address there? And so, yeah, I'm just really always trying to balance and navigate that as it relates That's to real. like relationships and conflict yeah. and um, just knowing like how to be my best self in a relationship and how to you know be in relationship with other people because mm-hmm. it's actually really hard <laughs> a so lot of times yeah. um so yeah that's my like consistent lifelong growth mm-hmm. and uh my glow i think was just like being more confident with um presenting and speaking mm-hmm. in front of my peers and others at work like um i think i had a big presentation last week and mm-hmm. i was really proud of how i handled it and mm-hmm. practiced beforehand and kind of like had my thoughts and words together mm-hmm. and just kind of was able to lead like with authenticity and mm-hmm. Um, take some of the pressure off of myself and I realized that that pressure is usually because I want to perform and be validated by people Mm -hmm. and once I like push that to the side it's like hey you know what you're talking about just Mm -hmm. do your thing then I'm like oh okay like this is a no-brainer so yeah felt really good about that this week Mm. that's good (laughs) I don't really know what to say we actually were talking about that at work I don't know what we were talking about we were having like spiritual formation and Ben was just saying Pastor Ben was saying like when he feels all that pressure, he just like goes outside and is like, I'm leaving y'all out here. Like all this pressure to perform Ooh. for people to think that I'm funny and likable. He's like, y'all got to stay out here because this is not actually what it's about. Like it's mm. not even about me. But he's like, sometimes I have to go to another space and be like, y'all stay out stay here because y'all mm. can't come on stage with me because it's not even about y'all. That I'm is like, so good. Mm. I like that. Like the like separation the, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. being like, we not doing this. Yeah, like, I really like that. That'll be helpful for me tomorrow when Ooh. I speak in front of people again. Okay. Okay. So um, like I mentioned earlier, we're talking about care, right? Mm. And this is something that we're both really passionate about but before we get into our care routines or some of the practical ways that we're caring for ourselves I think it's important for us to kind of acknowledge that how we care for ourselves is directly connected to how we see ourselves Mm -hmm. like we treat people and things based on how much we value them so Mo I just love to hear you kind of talk about your journey as it Mm. relates to like self-esteem self-image growing up and how that kind of connected to your care and where it stands now that's good It's just good. It's funny because you can meet somebody and think that they've always been the way they are. Mm -hmm. It's hard for people to like to understand someone like before who they were now. So anyway, Uh, low (laughs) self-esteem. I'm like, I don't even know where to start. (laughs) Let's start off. Low self-esteem for 500, Alex. Thank you. We'll take that one. Okay. Uh, I grew up in a very white. (laughs) White Christian environment. Uh, that has some pros and cons, more cons for me personally, but Hey, that's just my experience. And I just feel like I was in an environment that really celebrated and esteemed whiteness and really criticized blackness. And so mm. I felt like I grew up in an environment where people were always asking me about my hair and kind of making fun of my lips and just like my more, my features that are like very clearly black. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I spent a lot of my uh, childhood as a result of that environment, like really not liking my appearance mm. um, and really didn't have anything else countering that belief system about myself. Yeah, yeah. That was one piece of it. And then I think also back to that Christian environment, like I grew up in the scene of like purity culture, which is so toxic. And I feel like what they taught us as young girls is to like hide and be ashamed of our bodies because mm. our bodies are like tempting men like mm-hmm. we're responsible for that because something is wrong with our bodies so we were kind of I think in some really twisted way I think it really hurt my relationship with my body because I was taught that my body 
was a weapon. Like mm. it wasn't like a gift. And so I, I grew up kind of thinking like I had to cover myself and like anything that felt ultra feminine or think or something like that was sexy was, was somehow like inherently problematic, which mm. is not necessarily true. I wasn't really taught to like honor and celebrate my body. Mm-hmm. So I think this kind of um, evolved into a very warped self-perception. And I feel like it hasn't been until honestly, maybe the last seven or eight years of a lot of therapy and self-reflection that I started to really learn to appreciate and celebrate what my body looks like beyond and really a lot of unlearning of like those things they taught us were toxic. They Mm. were not biblical. They weren't helpful. And like doing the work to uncover those belief systems and replacing them with healthier belief system. And I feel like now I'm in a place where I'm really loving my body and mm. really uh, loving my appearance and honoring my body. So yes, that's how yes, I feel she now. Is, y'all. <laughs> Just check us out on Insta, okay? <laughs> okay. Trying to be like, what's up? Okay. Um, no, but truly, I love that. And I think it's so important to connect like those perceptions of the past and mm-hmm. because you don't really know until you're a fully formed adult and you're like, dang, why do I feel this way about this? Yeah. Or why do these comments rub me the wrong way? Right. And it connects back to something deeper you know from our childhood oftentimes Mm -hmm. Um, and I think similarly my childhood had the white presence in it Um, and so the norm around me growing up was just like the things that you would expect straight silky hair small frame bodies Mm. and I just immediately knew that I was different like I I can like see the pictures in my mind of the moments where I was like realizing like dang I don't look like them at all Mm. like anything from plaits and braids in my hair to like developing at an earlier age and Mm. just all of those things were really connected to my self-esteem and particularly I remember um you know my teeth were were not what they are now and Mm. I was teased for so long growing up and so my self-esteem was really low in the early years and even when some of those things quote-unquote were fixed like I got braces Mm -hmm. and you know I started to feel like I was pretty and I was getting attention but then I think still so deeply rooted was feeling Mm. like I still wasn't pretty enough. Mm. And then you throw things like comparison in there where you Mm -hmm. get social media as we start to get older. And so this feeling of not being pretty enough was a sentiment that was really prevalent in my early years. And honestly, something that I still struggle with today, like Mm. just that aspect of comparison and trying to figure out, um, you know, how do I present myself in a way where I feel good about me just for me Mm -hmm. and not to be validated by someone else and not to be compared to the, to the women next to me. Mm-hmm. That's good. Ooh. We got deep real early. I know. Wow. <laughs> like, we just Whoa. really put all of our laundry. Yeah. I mean, it's I actually really... like bring up a lot for me if I'm being honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't laugh. It might really be bringing up stuff. No, seriously though. Hopefully it is honestly because I think that's healthy. It actually um, is. Okay. So now we've kind of talked about where we've been in terms of our perception of self. Like how has that evolved and like how do you take care of yourself now? Um, well, you know, I think growing up, we're fed so much fake, yeah, <laughs> fake bodies, fake faces, like we forget what real human women look mm-hmm. like. And it's like, yeah, they, they got dimples Come and they now. jiggle and they got scars and speckles and like, they're very, very imperfect. Mm-hmm. And so I think learning to live in and kind of embrace that truth has helped me better navigate comparison because I'm like, oh, I was actually comparing myself oftentimes to things that are not even real. And so then (laughs) it's like, as I continue to develop in my twenties, like understanding that what looks good and what actually is good, like what a healthy body is versus like what something looks like can be completely different. Mm -hmm. And so once I was able to kind of shift my perspective more to health Mm -hmm. and my focus became about like, okay, what is the healthiest thing that I can do for my body that will equal, like, what is my goal? I want to live a long and full life. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted my care routines to match that desire. So it's not necessarily 
about like, oh, I want my body to look this way or I want to be chosen these ways. So mm-hmm. granted, that's nice too. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, I want to be mindful of what I eat and drink and being yeah. active in the gym and, and a skincare routine all for the goal of living a long and full life. Which, yeah. by the way, I did not get a skincare routine until 29, that's which is wild. I just, I'm still kind of annoyed that me. it even came so late in life, but you know, Girl, whatever it is, start. what it is. Um, and I think, yeah, the, the second thing to the health and longevity as it relates to care for me is like, what's going to bring me the most authentic sense of joy. And mm. I'll talk a little bit more about joy later, but like in this moment, it's like, I want to be full of peace and laughter, mm. good community. All yeah. of these things are tied to joyful, like self-care habits. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, so how would you kind of define care and what is that looking like for you on a daily basis? Yeah, I just want to touch on what you said about the joyful habits. I think that we could think about taking care of ourselves. It's almost like a chore. Mm. have to but it's like there's joy in being able to take care of this temple and to approach it with joy like finding routines that actually bring you joy I think is a really cool thought that I hadn't considered before Mm -hmm. um for me when I think about care I think about the word honor and I was in my dough bag I was like let me google what honor means (laughs) I love the definition (laughs) honor means to have high respect great esteem and to fulfill an obligation or keep an agreement so Mm. when I think about care I'm thinking about like how do I treat myself with high esteem and how do I fulfill my obligation uh remembering that like I'm a temple of God like I'm a child of the most high like how do I how do I fulfill that role in a way that's loving and it doesn't mean I get it right even half the time but I'm constantly working towards being consistent in my care so for me it also looks like um being clear minded and conscious. Like mm. I have daily habits that help me clear the fog. And I feel like, um, give me opportunities to be more conscious of like my feelings and my thoughts and my body. So like I journal almost every morning to just get out all of the gunk that's in my mind, like, <laughs> waking up, you're like, I got to do this. I didn't do that. And that pissed me off. I'm like, let me just write down your thoughts so you can think clearly. Cause I feel like in the morning, all of my thoughts are just like running full speed at each other. Mm-hmm. And I feel like once I journal, they're like organized and I can think more clearly I think just movement in general helps me clear my mind. So mm-hmm. walking Maya, my little puppy every day um, and then working out, which is something I had done intermittently here and there. But the more I did, I'm like, this is now I see what Dorian was talking about. This is really great. y'all. Mm-hmm. I love it here. So working out for me also helps me get out my emotions or any kind of frustration. And I just feel like by the time I start work, I won't say what time I start because it's <clears> not what time it needs to be but um <clears throat> by the time I start work whenever that time may be <laughs> I just feel more like clear-headed and I think also just a lot of like being conscious of what I eat and what I put in my body and like what kind of products I use and being mindful of like my daily skin I mean, I'm sorry my daily uh screen time so things mm-hmm. like that are just ways that I'm like I want to be conscious of like what I'm putting in my body how I'm treating my body and how do I honor and fulfill my obligation and my role as you know, daughter of the king. Yeah. I love the idea of being conscious, like, or what helps you remain the most conscious. Mm-hmm. Cause I think so many of us develop habits or routines that actually minimize our mm. ability to stay present, to survey our emotions and to actually like feel life as we are living it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many things that we just end up doing mindlessly and yeah. we don't even realize it's like sucking our ability to actually feel and yeah. think and enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I love just like that that picture of being conscious, being at the forefront. Mm. Um, But now that we've talked about our Mm self-image and what care looks like, let's think a little bit more about this idea of care, like holistically as it applies to our transition from our 20s into our 30s. And if y'all remember in each episode, we're committing to responding to three questions. What have we grieved? What have we gained? And how have we grown? Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, Mo, kind of talk about what you had to grieve Mm. as it relates to your 30s and care. 
This is going to sound silly, but I had to grieve that there are new limits when you hit your 30. It's funny because like when you meet somebody who's older than you're like, oh, when you get 30, you're back. And, and I was just like, that ain't going to be me. I don't know why I thought this some reason my body would never. I knew I would get older, but I just thought like I'm not going to be hurting or feeling. I just didn't think that I just didn't think that was going to apply to me. It's almost like we don't when you get older and your body changes like a surprise. because you're like, oh, really? So soon? Like I just didn't think so that surprised. it started at 30. Like mm. when those things were happening, mm-hmm. I guess in my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's 45. That's 50. 45. But it's like, wh- since when does it happen? At 30? <laughs> since when? I just didn't know. I'm surprised. Oh, my God. I didn't know. So, for example, <clears throat> a few things. My joints, my back. <laughs> I don't have meg knees. I mean, oh, if God. I sit in a Far position from. too long, my my lower back is like, baby, give me some lumbar Stretch support, us out, please. please. Um, certain foods I used to, I could eat a whole bag of hot flaming Cheetos, not the little bag. I'm talking about Ooh, the, the big, big bag. bag, girl. Those things would be so They're big. not good for you. Not terrible. I could eat a whole bag, be fine. I used to be able to stay up late. If I stay up late, babe, it feels like I have a hangover the next day. I'm like, it feels like I got hit by a truck because oh I stayed up past God. midnight. My oh body God. hurts. And also my metabolism. Yep. It has slowed. I never thought it would slow down, but it caught up to me. Come on. And uh, also, I've gained weight. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about how much. I'm like, I've gained about 30 pounds in my 20s. Mm-hmm. It looks good. I feel good about it. But yeah. I think it's just important to recognize those limits because I feel like I'll see these 20-year-old vegans. Like, Child. what I eat in a day? And I'm like, how she get her body? Like, I'm like, oh, she's her she's in her 20s let me mm-hmm. let me not compare because my body's older a mm-hmm. little bit and different but it's still <laughs> beautiful <laughs> so just like for me just grieving and accepting these new limits on my body and and recognizing that there's a lot of beauty in that and that there's a lot of like a lot of things that my body is now able to do that it couldn't do before but just grieving that like my body is different and can't do the same things I could do when I was running around in these streets in my 20s period I mean the limits they're just sad, honestly, <laughs> to think about. Like, I'm not even going to lie. It is a little sad to think about. Like, I kind of hate think it, about. but, like, I get it. Um, I mean, I look to left from left to right, and I'm like, dang, just it's just not the same. Mm-hmm. And But we can't get caught up in comparing ourselves to not only, like, other women or, you know, men for other men who are younger and mm-hmm. at different in different seasons. But also we can't get caught up comparing ourselves to our old self. That's very good. I mean, because I, I think about me sometimes – I will look through my phone and I'm like, dang, look how small I was there, mm. you know? And then you just start to get nostalgic in an unhealthy yeah, way because true. it's like, baby girl, you're, you're not 21 anymore. Mm-hmm. You're not going to look like that. Like let's now move on to appreciating and loving this body in your thirties and your current season. Yeah. And I think that kind of talks, touches on what you were talking about, prioritizing health over your looks. Cause maybe you yeah. were that size, but knowing what you had to do That's to true. stay that size and be that size is like, Focus I'm a hungry. healthier version of myself <laughs> now. And maybe I'm, have a little bit more, you know, weight, hopefully Absolutely. in the, all the right places. Come on. But I'm a healthier version of myself. And I yeah. think sometimes we prioritize our physical appearance over our like mental well-being mm-hmm. in a way that's actually not healthy or Correct. sustainable because no one can no one can keep that up for long. No, you, can't. you definitely can't. Um, and I think I had to grieve something similar to you, but really mm. just this idea of like minimal effort to look your best. Mm. Like you could do all of these different things like back in the day. And even for me, like thinking about dairy and mm. what time I go to bed, like how many cocktails I can have. Like mm-hmm. it's just all of these different things. I could do all of that and not really balance it out with any additional effort to mm. ensure that I'm still in my at my best self yeah. but now it just requires a new level of discipline like yep. I either have to say no to several things or I have to say absolutely yes to some others mm. and even when I don't feel like it it's like I gotta be in the gym if I want to be able to maintain my current mental and physical state you know right but what I will say is like 
um, having accountability partners has been mm-hmm. really helpful in yeah. that process of developing healthy habits. Yeah. People like you and my other friends, Renee and Crystal, like I kind of wanted to put that plug in because yeah. sometimes it's easy to be like, well, dang, like how am I going to do all of this on my own? But sometimes look around and see like what some of your other friends are mm-hmm. doing and try to kind of partner to commit to new healthy habits together. Yeah. And can I add one thing too? I think yeah. when you're trying to establish a care routine don't do too much too soon come on choose one area and focus on that for a few sure. months like develop a habit in one area and mm-hmm. then expand like you don't have to like okay i'm gonna journal and work out and it's like that's it's gonna, too much. you're not you're setting yourself up for failure so yeah. you're recognizing in this moment okay my care is not what it needs to be pastor ben always says you just take one step in the right direction that's it and that's all changes it's just one step after one step so you don't mm-hmm. have to change everything you just decide in this moment i want to make one step in the right direction towards being healthy and whole what's one step i can make and let me just work on that step for yeah. an extended amount of time until i have a good routine and then i add something else because we didn't start off doing all these Absolutely things it was one not. thing in different seasons so even if it's like i'm gonna focus on this one thing for the fall season like just take it little by little don't overwhelm yeah. yourself because then you're gonna feel bad because you didn't do it exactly you end up in the same place and literally i started started a devotion this morning that talked Mm. about habits and one of the things that it also said was like set small attainable goals that you feel 90% sure you can complete and it's like okay 90% is strong Mm -hmm. so if 90% for you is like hey I'm gonna get up and work out for three days straight Mm -hmm. like if that's the 90% for you then just do that like it doesn't have to be like don't look at it as like oh the month of August because sometimes it's like (laughs) 30 days like how are we gonna get there but like just start small and do what'll feel like 90% yeah I can make this happen Mm, and I think the other thing I'll add on too is like for me in this season sometimes when you develop habits then you get used to them then you fall off Mm -hmm. and sometimes you fall off of all of them at the same time (laughs) And then you're just like, okay, I'm still working out, but then now I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that. And so it's just like, it's okay to fall off and then Mm -hmm. to be like, okay, let's get back on. And like, sometimes you will have to start and restop and start and stop and restart. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, wait, what? Stop and restart. And and that's okay too. So like, don't stress yourself out if you drop them all. Mm -hmm. Like all you have to do is just pick them back up. Mm -hmm. That's it. (laughs) All right. So next G question. Um, Mo, what have you gained as it relates to care in this mm, season? I think a new appreciation for my body. Like there are mm. new limits, but the ceiling is also raised. Like my body can do things now and move like in ways I could never, I couldn't do before. Like I'm stronger. I'm more flexible. Like, mm. I'm, like I'm in the best shape mentally. Flexible. flexible. <laughs> you is flexible. If you know that meme or that video about actually don't go Robert. <laughs> I don't you know, know what it. to do. Whoever knows it out there, you're having a good laugh in your car or on the metro or wherever you are right now. I'm about to look that up. I'll show it to you. Okay, thank <laughs> you. Uh, I think also just I have a better ability to be mindful of my thoughts, kind of what we're talking about with consciousness. Like I, I'm more aware of my thoughts in a way, and I feel like that's a form that's of good. care for me is like like the internal care of my mind. Mm. Um, so like I'm able to like stop a negative thought. There was a book I read a long time ago that talked about how negative thoughts can be like a like a snowball. Mm. It's one negative thought, and then it rolls into another one, another one. Next thing you know, you're in an avalanche. You're like, well, how, get, <laughs> how do we get how here? How am I drowning in an avalanche? It's because you have one thought. So I think that just being mindful of my thoughts, and I think just. I've gained the ability to really listen and observe my body. Like when I break out on my face, I'm like, man, I know exactly what I ate. Mm-hmm. Like, I know exactly what causes headache. Not all the time, but just have a better awareness. And I'm able to pinpoint things in my body and just watch the patterns and just be more observant. I think I've now had more time to watch my adult body to know like, okay, this time of the month, 
I'm always craving French fries and chocolate chip cookies. Mm. Okay, we know what's about to happen. We <laughs> know what's about to start. On. Like just mm-hmm. just being observant is also, I think, a form of care. Just watching your body in a way that's not judgmental, and then learning how to honor it. Um, so yeah, I think just overall gaining a more keen awareness of my body and how it's constantly communicating to me and how yeah. I can honor that. Mm, I love that. Listening is so essential because every ailment can be assigned to something. Mm-hmm. You just got to like pay attention and yeah. look for the root cause and you'll figure it out. Love it. Um, I think for me, like the ultimate thing I've gained, it's just so much joy. Like mm. we talked about a little bit earlier, like yeah. I'm just happier, you know, like yeah. having consistent routines that make you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you truly, you're like emotional capacity I guess like you actually do feel better about yourself when you put these things into practice and I feel like it you know it takes time to develop and learn what actually does bring you joy Mm -hmm. because like for some people doing the skincare routine maybe that's not the thing you know what I mean like maybe you are doing that because it's like okay I'm having a breakout and so I want to make sure I do this Mm -hmm. but maybe it's the journaling part Mm -hmm. or maybe it's the exercising or maybe it's the like meal prepping like you know there are different aspects that can bring you more joy than others and so figuring out what those things are for you like it just takes it just requires taking the first step to venturing out and discovering so if you don't like a face product or a workout class mm-hmm. or a hairstyle, like just keep trying. There's mm-hmm. gotta be something out there that you do like. That's true. And I think the second thing I've gained is just like this consistent practice of discipline. Mm. Like a lot of my frustration um, with my care routine came from just not creating the habits, but actually sticking to them. Mm-hmm. Like I lacked the consistency. Yeah. And like in one season, one thing may not work, but in another, something else may work. And yeah. it's okay for things to change. Like I was once an evening person at workouts and then now I'm like a morning person because I got too tired in the evening. <laughs> so you can change things up, what it is that you want to do when you want to do it. But I think overall, the discipline part is just being committed to like consistently investing in my physical care like that's a lifelong commitment to myself and like if at 50 I'm not doing Peloton and I'm doing something else like Mm -hmm. that's okay like allow yourself to change and and grow and the things that you're interested in can change and grow but um yeah I think that's really it that's good (laughs) I like how you use the word investment because caring for yourself is an investment like I'm depositing yes into myself knowing that one day even if in this moment I work out and I'm like I don't see the benefits like there will be Mm -hmm. benefits even if it means that at 50 I don't have all the health issues everybody in my family has always had like I'm making an investment in myself because I'm worth the investment Mm -hmm. not because I feel like it or want to do it, but I'm like I'm worth this Mm -hmm. like this I'm worth working out I'm worth eating well I'm worth being mindful of my thoughts and all these things that we've talked about like Mm -hmm. I just like that idea of like I'm making an investment in myself because I'm worth it and I know that there are going to be rewards on the other side of this period that's a good word okay last G baby how have you grown Mm. in this area of care in your 30s uh yeah I've grown in recognizing that uh it's not a nice to have but a need to have Mm -hmm. like having a care routine whatever that entails for you Mm -hmm. um it's it's necessary for your well-being but not just for yourself but so that you can show up for others and I realized like in discovering like okay I'm an Enneagram 2 which is categorized as helper I have gone sometimes to the ends of myself Mm. for the purpose of helping others and in those moments I'm like dang neglecting myself that's a form of violence against me Mm. like I wouldn't let anybody else just disregard or treat me in that way so why would I treat myself in that way where I just neglect me and so in addition to kind of this aspect of physical care I wanted to bring in some other things that could look like care which is like canceling plans if (laughs) I'm too tired or taking a mental health day from work if I'm just like I don't have it today Mm -hmm. Um, and then just like reserving days for me because Mm. 
as a person who is very naturally extroverted Mm -hmm. and loves people, sometimes I forget that like, I forget how restorative it actually is for me to be with me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like, you know, I, that's not like my natural go-to how it is for some other people. And Mm -hmm. so I think for me, care also just looks like creating space for solitude with myself and with Mm -hmm. God. And that's like one thing that I'm consistently trying to work on much more. But earlier, I remember you talked about care in the context of honor. And I think like the most honorable thing we can do for ourselves is carve out space to be our best self so Mm. that we can make the impact God wants us to make in the world. Mm. Carve out space to be our best self. That's good. Yeah. You got to make room. Like you're not just going to be your best just because (laughs) like you, you got to actually try and work (laughs) at it. Like, but you need space to do that because life will very quickly fill up Mm -hmm. and you look up and it's like, dang, I've done nothing for me. Nothing. So yeah. Anyway, Mm. what about you? How have you grown as it relates to your care. Oh, I was like, are you going to finish that? <laughs> One thing I thought of as you were talking to is I think sometimes we think that care is a feminine thing. Ooh. That it's only for women. Yeah, no. It's for humans. That's like, actually literally ridiculous. It's so problematic. It feels oh very adjacent God. to toxic masculinity. It's like men don't need to take care of themselves. Like they are not worthy of like treating and pampering themselves. That is one of the most problematic. Right. It's or they're not worthy of being their best self. Yeah. Like care is required in order to be your best self. So we're it basically is. just like lowering the bar for them being like mm, well you're doing your best i guess it's like no so sad <laughs> yeah nah nah that's rude it's very very disrespectful mm-hmm. nah everybody no, no, no. needs it everybody, everybody needs it literally everybody. honestly i don't even know if i could be with a man who's not taking care of something like because if you oh i got oh, it no because you can't take care of you how are you gonna take care of me you can't there's you no way you can, can invest in me when you haven't even invested in yourself you cannot there's no way sir no. that's what i was talking about about going to the ends of yourself right right but that's what made me you've think got of it. nothing left for other people yeah yeah no you just you can't function in healthy relationships if you're not taking care of yourself Ooh, period that's the word you just can't. Mm, Sorry. I convicted somebody. Me, namely. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was for somebody. That was for me. somebody in the room. Yeah, mm-hmm, I got it. I received it. <laughs> anyway, how have you grown, Mo? Okay, <laughs> baby girl. Uh, two words come to mind. Uh, love and gentleness. I feel like for the first time in my life, like actually even beyond or even below love or I don't know. I like myself. <laughs> I was trying to say like, beyond, is life, below, is life with love? love? Or above love. I don't know. Basically. Basically, I like and love myself. Period. Like, I like my Kirk, my Kirks, my quirks, my character falls. I like I'm like, Kirks too. Thank you, girl. Um, and I feel like that love has motivated me to have a more loving lifestyle. Like mm. I like the way my face looks. All the things that I that they made me make all the things these little girls make fun of me. I'm like, you wish your face looked like me, baby. That's right. You wish you had is. full lips, baby. You wish you had thick eyebrows. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. You wish. All the things they made fun of me. It's just so ironic. I'm like, now everybody's like trying to look like a black woman. Yes. All the filters. You're you're like desperately trying Jesus. to look like Jesus. And they look us. horrible so on scary. us because we already have those yeah, things. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, like, why are you enhancing our features? <laughs> They're already there. We need bigger lips. Jesus, They're fine. Instagram. Make things for black people. Yeah, <laughs> truly. Uh, but yeah, just liking my body and just, I think just growing in the love I have for myself and mm. appreciation for how God made me. And it took 30 years, but I'm like, ooh. I'm glad hey, we got here. here now. Uh, second word, it's just gentleness. Like I know we talked about physical care in terms of like how we're taking care of ourselves externally. And I kind of hinted towards this, but just like being gentle with myself. One yeah. of the things that my, one of my therapists talked to me about is like, take care of the little girl within you. Like, how are you talk to yourself? How you would an eight year old child. Like mm. I'm compassionate with her. Like I listen when my body's telling me something or if I'm feeling triggered or I need to be, you know, um, 
talk to like come on baby we gotta we gotta have a sit down now come on let's talk through Mm. so just like being gentle with myself when I do fall off my routines or my emotions get the best of me like not beating myself up and just uh, being very gentle and supportive of myself and recognizing like what do you need right now how can I take care of you like just just being gentle with me that's one of the things it's very sweet all right so out of all the things we've kind of covered today Mm -hmm. we've talked about Mm self-esteem our past how it connects to the present our care routines what we grieve what we gain what Mm. we grew how we grew how we grew (laughs) we talked about all the g's and all the things in between what do you want to leave people with today I liked what you talked about, about the investment. Mm. Um, Pastor Ben always talks about like having a good why will help you in the moments when you don't want to do something. Like you got to make sure you have a good why because that sustains you because the what's not going to sustain you, but the why will. And Mm -hmm. so I I like the idea of just reminding myself that this is an investment I'm making when I don't feel like it. I think having a bigger why, which is what we spend a lot of time talking about, can Mm -hmm. help sustain you when you don't feel like taking care of yourself because sometimes you just don't feel motivated. But I just like the idea of like I'm making an investment because I'm worthy and I'm highly esteemed by God mm. and I'm worth the investment. So yeah. that really resonated for me. And I think maybe it resonated for some other folks too. That's good. You I like that. Um, I think, huh? Hmm. You know, I liked what you, I like that you use the word honor um, to start off early mm. on and that you defined it. But I think the thing that I'm sitting with is, that honoring yourself is the best thing that you can do so that you can honor others. Mm-hmm. And I think as a, as a people person, sometimes I forget that as much as I love people, I can't truly love them if I'm not first loving myself. Mm. And that was, that was a commandment from God. Like love your neighbor as yourself. So basically he's commanding you to love yourself first so that you can better love others. And so um, for the folks who love people, but sometimes are not loving yourself the way that you're trying to love others Mm. like me, um, that's kind of the thing that I'm sitting with, just mm-hmm. remembering to take care of myself so I can better take care of others. Mm, that was sweet. Yes. That was so, so sweet, girl. Ooh, she lay. Well, I really enjoyed this today. Yes. Um, this was really good. I love processing care with you. And I know that this episode is going to bless folks if you are in your 20s, 30s, 40s, or beyond. Uh, so we're just grateful that yeah. we could share with y'all. Couldn't agree more. Well, y'all make sure follow us on the IG Rooted Life Podcast. And while you're listening to this podcast, y'all share it with a friend. Post it in your stories. Tag us, DM us. We love hearing how this podcast is blessing you. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, do us a favor, rate us five stars, and leave us a good old review. Yes. Speaking of reviews, shout out to an old friend of ours, literally like a true old friend of ours, Jerome Brown, who shared that the podcast is like dessert to a Sunday sermon, impactful without being extra preachy. We love to hear that. (laughs) All right, y'all. We can't wait to see what God has in store for the next episode. Be sure to join us next week for episode four as we talk about thriving in your character and until next time stay rooted